Okay, what the fuck going on? Um, on this, I guess, I would say weeks, but I took a big-ass break. On this episode of Decompression, we have the homie Sav, or Hades, on here. What's up? She is a bass music artist on fucking Cannabalan, and now, can I say the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Mousetrap, yeah. and uh, yeah, she kills it. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to be shooting the shit. So, here we go. Thanks for the introduction. Totally. All right. So yeah, fucking mousetrap. Tell me about it. Um. So, I honestly never thought my music would like fit well on mousetrap. Like, yeah. cause, um, I, I mean, I started off making like house shit. Like, continue with that. I gotta turn off. This okay. <laughs> but I started off making like, um, like house, like G house stuff, like. Back in, I don't know, 2013, 2014. Right. And because I loved like Bijou and Dr. Fresh and shit like that. Yeah. And um, then I, but I always like had this love for bass music, like really heavy bass music. But I like wasn't, I don't feel like I was, I was, wasn't skilled enough at the time to like be able to execute it. Okay. And I would always try to make like drum and bass or dubstep or whatever. And it would just suck ass. Like it was just <laughs> literally so bad. And, but I was good at making house music and I loved bass music. So I was like, okay, well, electro is kind of like in the middle of that. You know yes. what I mean? So it's yeah. like still has those like heavy bass music elements, but it's still like got the groove kind of centered um, vibe of house. Yeah. And so like, I remember my song, Fuck My Nose Up, when I was making that, it was started out as like this house track and it was like super chill house vibes. And then one day, um, I was just like, well, I wonder what would happen if I just like turned the distortion like all the way up, you know? And then oh, yeah. I did and it was, um, completely changed like the entire vibe of the song and then it turned into like what it was. And so, but then my music got like really heavy from that point And I feel like, I don't know. I always loved Mousetrap. Dead Mouse is my number one inspiration in the entire fucking universe. I love him so much. Yeah, he's dope. But um, I just never really saw my music fitting on the label. Mm. Um, and then they reached out to me, like, um, I think it was beginning of last year. And they were just like, oh, we love your music. Like, we really want to release some of it. And I was like, hell yeah. So I just kind of started. I did two releases with them. I did one on the We Are Friends compilation. Like, not... December as in like a month ago, but the last yeah, December. Yeah. yeah. And then I did another one with the Insomniac uh, Mousetrap compilation in like, I think it was September. And um, yeah, now we're doing the EP and fuck yeah, it's going to be fuck sick. Yeah. I'm excited. Your shit reminds me of Nier Nero. Nero? Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, yeah Nero's fucking sick, dude. Like I'd say like my biggest inspirations are like Justice, Nero, Boys Noise, uh, Wolfgang Gardner, yeah. Bloody Bee Roots, stuff like that. Because I just love that like old school electro, complexro type thing. But I also love um, like a softle scene and like the slower kind of vibe to that. Yeah. So a lot of my stuff is like not technically electro because um, Francis Terrell gets mad at me all the time for saying that my music is electro because it's technically not 120 BPM all oh, the time. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not, but it's like, I still consider it like 
maybe like mid-tempo electro because it's like 110, 115, but whatever. I mean, it has the vibe of electro, so I call it electro, you know? No, I fuck with that. I think that's like also a broad spectrum. Like when I first heard the term electro, it was talking about justice. And like Justice's yeah. cross album is like a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely very wide. I'm going a hundred percent on the sign. I mean, you cannot see that shit in the shot at That's all, cool. but it's good for lighting. That's dope. It's I good like for that. Lighting. I'm gonna run it. Can you make it a different color? No, I bought blue. Oh. Yeah. That's not even blue. It's like teal, I guess. That's white. Well, I don't know. At twenty five, it's like a green blue. That's literally just soft white now. Well, green. Blue, it's not green. White. I don't know. It's definitely white. Okay, let's just say they botched it. Okay. They botched it. Fucking Etsy manufacturers. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's dope. I think the very first things I heard from you were, like, to me, they sounded electro. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that shit a lot. I heard your Crimson, the tune with Crimson Child when, like, that album was still being worked on. And I was like, yo, this is, like, the best tune on here. Thank you. Yeah, that was a standout Thank you. for me. Yeah. yeah, that one was a fun one to make. That was the first one I recorded vocals on. Um, and That was but, the first song ever you recorded vocals on? Well, no, I mean, like, yeah. my dad's a singer, and I, like, grew up, you know, singing here and there. I never really got too into it because I just... I have a lot of respect for singers as, like, re- like real singers because my dad's, like, a full-on, like, singer-singer. Yeah. And... I mean, I definitely understand songwriting and I can like hold a pitch and make my voice sound good in processing, but yeah. I'm not like, I don't like claim to be a fucking singer, but I'm I, awful at singing. I'm terrible at like my, I could same shit. Like I can make my voice sound good yeah. on the song, but I'm every single time I try to track vocals, I'm, I miss the mark. <laughs> no, no, so no. Bad. I feel you too. And then yeah. I just start to hate myself and I'm just like, why can't I sound like fucking Christina Aguilera right now. Like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, no, I recorded... It was weird, because we had that song that was, like, pretty much done, and there was no vocals on it. And just that intro is, like, so dark and, like, melodic, and the drop is so heavy that I was like, fuck, like, this needs, like, some sort of a vocal hook. Because yeah. I noticed with Fuck My Nose Up, um, and what I also noticed about, like, a lot of really dope bass music that gets, like overlooked is because there's no like hook line whether it's like a spoken word thing or some sort of like vocal sample that's like stick that sticks out stands out and gives it some sort of depth and like makes it interesting above everything else yes you know and i feel like i know exactly what you're saying yeah yeah so i feel like i had been doing that a little bit with like you know if i did a remix i would take like a vocal sample from the original song or like um you know, with fuck my nose up, I just like made that and recorded that from my iPhone. But like, fire. Yeah, I just, I just one day because you know, I don't, I don't feel like I don't even want to get into the backstory of where that came from. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I just, I think that those kinds of things give a song depth, and that's like really important because it's so oversaturated with like, um just shit in bass music and there's so much of it that it's like if if I can't like if there's no like tagline or something to help me latch onto the song I'm gonna forget about it yeah you know what I mean I mean I think I think people have made every kind of fucking synth um yeah like don't get me wrong that like that just sound design is limitless and all that like I I'm constantly impressed by people like Moody Good and shit but 
Oh, yeah, he's amazing. For the most part, like, they made all the noises. And yeah. so, like, I think beyond that, like, if the, if your shit doesn't have, like, an idea, like, a real idea, like, right. this is the bit behind the song, you kind of just got the same. It's like listening yeah. to, like, a guitar solo. Right, like, right, right. That's fire, and, like, it's incredible when you can do that, but it's, like, that just sounds out of context of some shit. Yeah, and another thing, too, that I feel like is important to note is that, like, I think that so many producers now, especially like in EDM or in bass music or any sort of like sound design kind of oriented music, they take for granted the importance of like songwriting and like having a um, having a strong idea with like um, with a hook and something that draws you in and something that's, like, relatable and understandable and easily digestible. And I think that, like... Because if you go back... Okay, so, like, if you go back to, like, fucking Beethoven and Mozart and all that shit, like... Yeah. They didn't have fucking serum or massive. No. Like, they're no, just yeah. playing on fucking harpsichords and pianos yeah. and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like... But yet those, those like, sonatas and those fucking, like, pieces, tra- they translate generationally because of the fact that, like... You know, they're they're tapping into something that's relatable and that yeah. and, and something that's more than just like a sound because a sound a sound like if you can make a cool sound, that's cool. But it's not going to make you a good song. Right. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. A million percent. Yeah. But I yeah, totally agree. I totally agree. I think uh, just with every single one of my songs, I mean, like once once the beat is there personally, I'm just like, all right, what is this actually about? And yeah, I think that's really important. And like, I'll just say it like straight up like shit like 60 70 percent of like really new dubstep is just like not that for me <laughs> I, like, know. I don't i don't think there's like you know like you can argue like subjectivity there but i mean like yo let's like be real like so much of that no shit i know is just, like i completely agree with you i think that uh I hear it all the time. If I had a fucking dollar for every dubstep record that I've heard with like a fire intro and just a completely disconnected shitty drop, I'd be fucking rich because there's so many of them. And I think that like we get so lost in EDM in the idea uh, or like in bass music in general in, in the idea of like sound design being the most important thing. But it's like, okay, cool. You can make whatever fucking bass growl whatever but like yeah. do you know how to structure and compose a record you yeah, know what exactly, i mean and exactly. i think like that's the most important thing and that's what, what that's what gets lost and i even notice it when i do like these when i do live streams or when i do like production um you know like tutorials or whatever like there's always all these kids that are trying to dissect like every little noise that I'm making. And I'm like, who cares what yeah. noise I'm making? Like Story focus on like life. how to structure a fucking song. Yeah. And yeah. maybe people will connect to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Straight up like story in my fucking life. Um, I like, I like love anyone who engages in my shit. But the thing is, is I, I think like after 2018, like we were kind of talking about that earlier after 2018, I was like, I don't really like, I kind of made all the noises I wanted to make. Like, it ain't really about that anymore. And that's even, like, this shit with Legacy is, like, those songs really aren't about the the fucking noises in them. They just are part of that story, you know? Yeah, it's, like, Like, supposed to tell a a story. No, I think that's that's important. I think that's definitely a rare thing nowadays. And I think that um, that's what's going to help you achieve sustainability in your career and like longevity because you're going to speak to that part of somebody that's like human, that's like real, you know what I mean? You're not going to just like 
pique their interest for a second. Yeah. And then, you know, they're going to forget about you a week later. You know what I 100%, mean? hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's also like part of like the bigger message you're like telling as an artist and all that shit. Like you, if, yeah. you, if your whole like bit is like, I don't know, a lot of the music I write is just about being melancholy. You know, right. it's just like whatever, like this and that and nostalgia and melancholy. So like you kind of get, if, if you were to front to back, like every fucking song that I wrote in the past, like three years, you'd walk away being like, oh, like, yeah, these, that's kind of the bit that dude is getting at. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have that, if you don't have that context for a song, it's like, well, then I'm, I'm kind of just listening to a synth, you know, and I'm yeah. just like listening to sound design, which like, I guess can be cool. Like, yeah, it, I mean, you can lean way the fuck into that and like be like listening to Mersbo and fucking noise music and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Shit. Like, I, I just like music. I just like good music, like shit that I can actually like. Yeah, I fuck with that, that energy, you know? Yeah. And I think that because I, I think that like a good record and like a good song, it's going to transcend hype. It's going to transcend trends. It's going to transcend generationally. Like that's why I can still listen to the Moonlight Sonata yeah. that Beethoven wrote fucking, I don't even know how long, hundreds of years ago yeah. and like still connect to it because um, it connects to that common denominator between me and a person now and a person yeah. hundreds of years ago which is our humanity and like yeah. that piece that like connects every single one of us you know what i mean yo those triplets fucking go i know they do they really that do riff is hard that shit is slapped so i t- tell me about tell me about the punk scene when you were younger that i'm just genuinely fascinated um, in yeah so um when I was so okay, so I have to like tell my whole life story now yeah, because Sav's this from is like, <laughs> or I mean, she's from LA. I mean, yeah, um, she's from out here. Yeah, I'm from out here. Uh, but yeah, so I was born cross-eyed, and I like got bullied. For, I got a surgery when I was like, a baby. You just immediately then, went so far back. I'm so here. for No, this. yeah, it like yeah. it all connects. It all connects. Let's go, but yeah. like, so when I was born cross-eyed, right? Okay. And so like when I was a baby, I got um. A surgery to fix it but then okay. like when i got older um and like started to go through puberty and you know all that fun shit um i like the scar tissue in my eye like stretched out and i had like a really fucked up lazy eye for like a really long time i got bullied so bad in middle school like i wanted to like be cool like so bad in middle school but i was like a fucking nerd i like read twilight and like got made fun of for like having a lazy eye and like reading twilight like i remember this and i remember this one girl this this punk rock girl in my middle school she was so cool i thought she was so fucking sick hell yeah and she came up to me and i was wearing a twilight shirt and she was like yo twilight's gay and i was like (laughs) i was like what i was like what no and like literally my entire life was just like shattered i was just like are you kidding me yeah like this is the coolest girl at the school and she thought that i I was like, what the fuck? And then, um, so from there, I just kind of like, I always saw these like punk kids. And I was like, damn, I want to be that so bad. And I was like kind of a little emo kid in middle school, like got bullied, had no fucking friends. And then when I got to high school, I had a surgery again to like fix it. Yeah. And then, um, so I get to high school and then. I just kind of like started going to punk shows. I started getting into like like the addicts and like um 
like the Buzzcocks and all like the old school kind of like OG punk rock. And then um, I started going to these punk shows. And for the first fucking time in my life, like these people like were like accepting of me. You know what I mean? Like for the first fucking time I was like, I was like, they don't give a fuck about like what I look like or like any of this like surface level bullshit that I was getting bullied for like as a kid. And so that's exactly how I feel about Juggalos. Whoop, whoop. Oh yeah, no, I I love the whole juggalo scene. Like I fucking. Love I'm actually it. just playing. I'm not a juggalo. No, but, but the like, juggalo scene is fucking sick. Yo, it's like it is fire. Yeah. Sick, yeah, and the whole message they put across is fucking amazing. Yeah. Hell, hell of people. And when I was super younger, like my sister was. In oh yeah, because you're like from like. I'm Vermont. from Sticks. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna There's say so <laughs> you're from like the fucking boonies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just like felt kind of a part of for the first time, and. Um, yeah, I would, like, go to these backyard punk shows every weekend in, like, East L.A. and South Central and Compton and downtown and just, like, party. And, um, I mean, it definitely became toxic at some point because the L.A. punk scene is really interesting because, um, I don't know, there was just a lot of, like, gang shit that was happening at these at these shows that I was going to and, like, people were getting hurt, people were getting stabbed and, like, beat up. Uh. And, like, it was just, like... It was, like, gnarly. So it was really, um, I guess my dad got, like, really worried because my dad's this, like, nerdy white dude who was, like, what the fuck is going on? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, But I don't know. It was cool because that was the first time in my life that I really felt like I was, like, a part of something, which is what I had wanted the entire time growing up, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But I think the irony of, like, punk rock is that you become a part of this like subculture where it's supposed to be like all these outcasts and all these people like accepting everybody for just like how they are. But then it becomes like very judgmental and like, Oh, like this person is wearing too mainstream of a punk rock t-shirt. That must mean they're a poser. You know what I mean? It just becomes like toxic to itself. Yeah. And so it becomes kind of ironic because the whole like ethos of punk is ironic in itself. Um, because like Henry Rollins said this quote one time, I can't remember exactly the like the words of the quote, but he said something along the lines of like, if you want to, you know, stick it to the man or like beat the system or whatever, like you have to play the game and you have to like you can't just like get drunk in a backyard and yeah. say fuck the police and then like yeah. expect something to change. You know what I mean? Yeah, stick to your guns has this rant um, that that Andy, my roommate, like showed me. Uh, dude goes on to, he's on stage and he's talking about how he's like, well, you know, I know you hate politics. We all hate politics, but you know who fucking loves politics? Your landlord loves politics. Your boss loves politics. The police love politics. So if you want to fuck them up, if you want to beat them, you got to start loving politics. Yeah. And I was just like that shit. I mean, that honestly is like low key, like words to live by. In America, yeah. at least, you know. No, hundred percent. Because I think there's a there's a song about it too by this band called Apolitical. It's like this crust punk anarcho band <laughs> yeah. that um, is called Stop Thinking in a Pogo, and it's basically just all about like the irony of punk rock and how like we sit here, like all these all these punk rock kids like sit in backyards and like get fucking drunk and like mm. in their anarchy hats that they bought from Hot Topic and like yeah. complain about everything but like don't do anything to change it. Yeah. Um and so I think that it's funny because when I was like 15 I'd be at these shows I'd see like 
the person without a lot of patches and like just a black flag shirt or a casualty shirt or something, I'd be like, wow, like they probably don't know anything. Like what a poser. <laughs> and just like judging the shit out of them. And now it's funny because I go to punk shows and I'm the person with like yeah. no patches and like, but still I'm like more punk rock than any of these motherfuckers that are judging me for not being punk rock enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I th- shit, I think that's a result of a bunch of kids getting together anyway. I think that, yeah, you know, for sure. It's just like young kids are gonna talk shit and they love it and they don't know shit a lot. Yeah, definitely, you know, all definitely. Respect or whatever, but yeah, um, not that I know about the punk scene like that, but I just mean in general. Like, yeah, no, kids are gonna be kids are gonna be kids. Kids are shitheads. I was a yeah. shithead. I mean, I thought I knew everything until I realized I didn't. Same. <laughs> and I was same. like, oh fuck, here comes the existential crisis. Yeah, I think the irony with that shit with like growing up is that like. It takes being able to, like, look back at yourself and be like, yo, like, I exactly that. Like, I thought I knew everything, but now I'm, like, right. fucking 27, and I'm like, you were, I was a dipshit, you know? Oh, yeah, and it's crazy, too, because... Which, also, sorry to cut you off, but, like, deductive reasoning means I'm still a dipshit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, it's just, like, you. I feel like you become slightly less... Or maybe just still a dipshit, but, like, <laughs> just more acclimated to, like, the world, yeah. maybe. Um... Cause yeah, I, I used to think that like I'd be like, oh well, I just I'd look at my friends that were like twenty one, twenty two. I'd be like, damn, they're so old. Like they got their shit together. Like you know. And now I'm like almost twenty five, and I'm just like still feel like a literal three year old most yeah. of the time. <laughs> yeah. Just like I don't know how to do my taxes. Like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I um, get I get nervous as fuck all January because of that reason every year. Yeah. I'm just like I don't know. I'm gonna get audited. I guess. For no reason. Yeah, I know. I totally feel you. No, I get it. Trust me. I I completely understand. Yeah, I don't I don't know that shit. I wish I could hire an accountant, but that falls into the same shit where it's like, I don't know how to hire a fucking accountant. I know. <laughs> you know? Like, I know. Like, what do you Google? Accountant for hire. Yeah, like Craigslist, that shit. You get the worst accountant in the world. Oh, I know. You'd get, like, yeah. such a s- sketchy... You just, you just think you're about to file your taxes and he's just jerking off or something in like five yeah. minutes. It's like, I, that's, you're not an accountant, man. <laughs> no, I know. Really I know. I haven't done my taxes in a couple of years. I need to do them. I wouldn't say that on a podcast. I mean, I'm oh my kidding. God, really? Oh fuck. What if the FBI is watching? <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah. Um, no, I got, my taxes got all fucked up last year. I accidentally filed all of Andy and Omar's rent. And so it said I made this, like, insane amount of money. Oh, really? Yeah, because they pay me, they were, like, paying me their rent into my PayPal. And I just took all my pay because I was like, yeah, that's how I make money. And so I took all my PayPal. And it was just, like, way more than I made. Yeah. And so I paid, like, a shitload in taxes. And then, like, but all that aside, it it helped us get this place because, like, low-key, I was like, yeah, I made a ton of money last year. Right, Don't right, right. It, you know? No, this place is nice. I really like it. Uh, yeah, I it's cozy as fuck. I mean, if you saw our old place, you would think it's a hilarious change because we used to, like, straight up, like, this isn't, like, a metaphor. We actually used to live in a lawyer's office. Really? Yeah, it was, like, it's four. It, so it was, like, four offices in a lawyer's office. And the lawyer who what? owned it moved out. And he was, like, I just need someone to fill it. Wow, I'm not. So it was like an office. Yeah, it was like an office. Like in my studio, all of my walls were like made of glass, like full blown, like, yeah. Ground level, like double door, glass door. That's crazy. Wait, where was that? Was that in LA? No, that's in Seattle. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we just came out here like in October. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you guys just came out here. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, LA is a, LA is a trip for sure. It's definitely an interesting city. I'm from here and I still never like haven't gotten used to it. It's literally Grand Theft Auto every day. I'm just like this is <laughs> well, Grand Theft Auto is literally based on LA. They <laughs> like, fucking nailed it. I know they, they did. I know it. they did. I would be, I'll be playing GTA Five and I'll literally like know where to go. I'm like. They tell me, like, the neighborhood. I'm like, I already know how to get there. Like, I'm from L.A., so, like, I know, like, the streets to take and shit. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty on point. That whole game is literally based off the city. So It's, like, the funniest shit, though. Like, it's the nuances that get me. Like, that. it ain't even, like, the layout and all that. It's, like, y- like you'll be walking to the grocery store, and it's just exactly that. Like, someone will fucking trip yeah. over someone's shoe and say some, like, I don't know how to put that without sounding fucked up um <laughs> they'll just say some like mad like like gang re- loke ass shit they'll yeah, say some yeah, real yeah. loke ass shit you know what i mean yeah no i feel you and know. i just like laugh like i just start laughing like bro this is not i'm so not from here and this yeah. is hilariously like gta no i grew up like highland park area so like but it's crazy because it's super gentrified now mm-hmm. so it's like really different like now it's like you walk down fig and you can get some fucking like espresso art and like avocado toast for like $18 Hell and yeah. but it didn't used to be like that like when I was growing up there like I remember specifically like this one time when I walked into the CVS and there was like a fucking like gang fight like going on in the CVS <laughs> and I was like in the makeup aisle and I was like bro like, I guess I'm not like, getting my eyeliner today like and I just like had to walk out and like go somewhere else because it used to be like crazy but and and LA is like definitely like it's a it's a city so it's like you definitely want to be like aware of your surroundings and stuff but it's it's definitely not like it used to be well most most of those areas like I know South Central has gotten a lot better and like Highland Park has gotten a lot better nice um but yeah they used to they used to be fucking crazy out there I I kind of live for that shit like I like l- like love spectating crazy shit like I, oh i know i, don't I love wanna, people watching me too i love it so much yeah like, I, I definitely don't want to be like surrounded by a sketchiness all the time but just seeing some crazy shit go down like i, I live for that shit oh i know me too i'll even like do i don't know um yeah fuck it i'll say that i'll, I'll like be doing some weird shit like if i if i'm hearing people like in an apartment or fighting any of that shit i don't give a fuck anything that's crazy i'll have to stop on the street and like turn just process it yeah, yeah. you gotta like take it in no i feel I'm you. like i just want to know i just want to know oh i i am 100 percent there with you i'm so nosy to like other shit that's other shit that's going on like i like eavesdropped on people's conversations like while i'm walking down the street i love it i just love i love hearing what's happening around me i just want to know i i know know. i'm just curious (laughs) like like, what are they talking about i used to live on street level in seattle and i heard this dude once like catch his girl cheating on her phone and it was just the most entertaining moment of my life like it was so dramatic it was so dramatic he like he like yanks her phone out of her hand i think because i'm like listening to this and he's like see see like listen off all this sus shit and then she like get like she, it was so, like her attitude immediately switches like they're yelling at each other at first and then she was like yo well, well whatever fuck you and you can hear him like throw the phone and oh the my phone god breaks and stuff and they're all yelling at each other and it's like 4 a.m. or something like that and like I think my girlfriend at the time was like Jesus Christ I'm trying to sleep and I'm just sitting there like Birdman like let's go <laughs> I like, know I feel you I feel you it's interesting you're just like 
to hear other people's lives. I don't know. That, that sounds so creepy. But it's like, so creepy. Yeah, it's so, I, I know like, it is. such a creepy thing for me I'm to say. I'm aware of that. Yeah, but like, like, I'm aware that it's sus. Though, but like, yeah. it feels like some weird void like within me, and I love it. Yeah. I mean, like, see, I don't like reality TV or anything like that. Really? Like, I it do. doesn't do it for me because I'm like, this is, it has to be contrived. I'm like, this is some MTV shit. But if I'm like right there, and I know this is just yeah. completely unhinged, like it's not for sure. it's so real. I'm like I, I I don't know I just love it for sure. I feel like that's why I like raves too. Like that's why I like raving because like oh yeah, literally every time I'm at a rave, there's just some crazy ass shit that like you can't make up just like happening every time around you that is just like like I don't know if you ever have you ever been to like EDC and any of the bigger. Insomniac no, events? The big ones that I've gone to are all Washington. Well, I oh, went okay. to Shambhala. I went to Shambhala, too. Okay. But. I've never been to Shambhala, but there's this guy. I always see him at different Insomniac events. Mm. I don't know his name. He has, like, a he has like a whole, like, following, but he's, like, pink. He's, like, all pink. Like, he paints himself all pink. Yeah. And he's, like, almost, like, naked. He wears, like, a little Speedo. Solid. And he, like, paints himself all pink, and that's Legend. just, like, his thing. Legend. That's just, like, his vibe. And he just, like, wanders the rave by himself just as a pink man. Fire. And I'm just like, I mean, I respect it. Like, <laughs> there's a Sriracha guy. He'd be out there. Yeah, I see him too. I see him yeah. too. And then also the Rave Dora. Have you seen Rave, have you seen Dora. Rave Dora? Oh, like Dora the Explorer? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's this, um, it's this guy who dresses up as Dora, and fire. like, it's like Rave Dora. <laughs> That's so fire. I know. I love it. It's so funny. I feel like with raves, people watching, especially with, well, specifically with raves. People watching is really, really awesome during the day, and then once it gets to, like, goblin hours, it's not it's not cool anymore. It's freaky, yeah. It gets so <laughs> not cool. It gets mad weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, every single time it gets to those, like, lurking hours yeah. at raves, I'm like, I, I have to go to bed. It still entertains so me, though. There's something about it that just, enter- I don't know, I love people watching, like, anywhere I'm at. Like, yeah. I just, I'm so interested in, like, other people. Um... I can't people watch with people on nitrous, though. Oh, yeah. Those, those whippets until, you know, Yeah. 3 p.m. noon. That used to be me. That literally used to be me. I mean, I get it. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, it's a moment. but It definitely was a moment. A long moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just remember the amount of times at festivals, I just be, like, trying to sleep, and I'm like, you you still have nitrous in there, huh? Like, that's a whole dentist yeah. tank and that shit. It's crazy. Yeah. No, that that used to be me for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was that person that was doing whippets until 3 p.m. I just got drunk at, at those shows, but um, every now and then I'll do psychedelics. But that's the thing is I'm not really, like, that hard on, on like, partying like that, like, doing substances at this point. I don't know. Yeah, I feel you. You get tired. Yeah, it's fucking exhausting. And even now at this point in my life, I, I don't like hangovers. I don't like any of that. Yeah, no, I feel you. Hangovers are the fucking worst. I never really, I mean, I did a lot of drugs, but I honestly didn't really drink that much because I, me drunk is like the worst person. <laughs> like literally just the worst. I spill everything. I can barely walk. I just... Honest, I am a honestly, fucking there, monster. There's so much worse than clumsiness. I mean, there. I'm just. I feel like I. Can't, I can't like say everything. Oh yeah, yeah. But gotcha, like, yeah. there's so many like stupid things that I've done when I've been drunk or fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's like a whole nother thing. I think like at super gnarly hours when people are fucked up, sometimes shit gets dark. For and, sure. And it's like not. Yeah. 
that's like a whole nother thing. Actually, I was talking with I was talking with Andy and like the homie Daniel about this like semi recently. I think you got to call it at like 2 a.m. if you're doing that, if you're ever doing that. Like you can't. I feel like after 2 a.m., 2 it just, it, it always gets weird. Like, 9 out of 10 yeah, stories get strange. After it's always weird, for sure. I, like, I can't even tell you the amount of times I've been at, like, a party, and it's, like, 4 in the morning, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Because everyone's just, like, past the point of when they should be in bed. Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, weirdness. Oh, like, so such weird. weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> besides music, what do you like to do? Um, s- sleep. Sleeping. Sleep. Is I love fi- sleeping. Oh, I totally fuck. I just remembered. I meant to open this whole thing up with uh, just being like, "So what's up with stuff?" And just oh my god, go. I would have been so mad because I, my brain would have just been like, <laughs> "Um, what yeah. do I like to do? I like to hmm, what what do I like? I to like do? to sleep too. Shit." I love sleeping. Um, I like playing video games. Fuck yeah. That's what I like doing. What do you play? Um, I just beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is like, I love Assassin's Creed. I'm right. a fucking simp for Assassin's Creed. Um, but I just, I love like open world RPG games. Like I am a fucking like side quest slut. Like I love it. I Hell love yeah. games like that. I Hell fucking... Yeah. They're my favorite. And then, um, but I do play a lot of Fortnite too. I'm not big on like battle royale type stuff, but play like I've played a little bit of Apex. I see you get, you, see, you got dubs on your fucking I ID did get a dub day. yesterday. Yeah. I was on oh, a yeah. solo round yeah. too. I was like, okay, damn shawty. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I saw that shit. I know, yeah. I was really proud of myself. I, I don't normally, I usually get like top 10, but I don't usually win because I'm not like super good at the building. Yeah. So, like, when I'm up against some, like, fucking sweaty 12-year-old that's, like, building the Twin Towers in, like, (laughs) 0.5 seconds, I'm just, like, I'm, like, I'm out the game at that point, you know what I mean? So... They got those kids are fucking gods here. I don't even play that shit, but I watch them and I'm like, you motherfuckers are like, like how do they do that? My brain doesn't even work that fast. It's uh, that ADHD brain. I they it's got that, crazy. They got dude. that Vivance brain, that white. <laughs> I know they really do young that young prescribed Vivance brain. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's the edge. It's I the know. Edge you need. It really is. Holy shit. But yeah. yeah, Fortnite's really fun. I don't know why so many people hate on it because all my friends are like, "Oh my god, are you playing Fortnite? Like that's so I can't believe like I play think- Call of Duty like a real gamer." And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like Call of Duty. It's too serious. I can dance in Fortnite. Like why would I not play that? I think it was Old Town Road. I think that that dug the grave for Fortnite. Really? I don't know. I I I feel like because I seen a bunch of like four year olds in preschool doing the old. Oh no no no! It was uh Sheck West. Sheck West. Really? I don't know. I saw I saw these four year olds doing the Fortnite dance to Shaq West. I mean, it is definitely a game that like younger kids play, but it's like if I grew up as a kid where I had Fortnite available, I'd Hell be yeah. playing that shit. Like I grew up with fucking Putt Putt Saves the Zoo and like Freddy Fish, yeah, and shit like that. So it's like I th- those were my games at my disposal <laughs> at the time, you know. I was playing Quake. I was I was fucking sinister on Quake Three. I was a savage. I don't think I ever played Quake. I yeah. was like a Nintendo kid. I grew up on like Zelda and like Pokemon and Quake is shit like, like that. Quake is like that early battle royale shit, like pr- like that like real like sweaty computer repairman. 
um, battle royale shit. But uh, like I was a, a motherfucking monster. I'd be hacking people. I don't like, think I I'd ever be running console that. commands just to fuck them up. You know, like a nerd. Yeah, I don't think I ever. I don't think I've even heard of it. Oh uh, yeah, it's like a. It's like Doom. It's like in that lane of. Oh shit. okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, big on... Because I had a GameCube growing up. GameCube and Game Boy and one. stuff. Always wanted one. I was big on, like, Legend of Zelda, like, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah, that's um, Taylor who just... He's taking a nap now because he's driving for 30 hours or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, like, his favorite game. Yeah, Zelda's the fucking best. Um, but those were, like, my favorite games growing up. And, like, Pokemon was a big thing for me. Um, you see they're making an, a live-action Zelda? No way. I've been waiting for this. I mean, I I wish I could approach it with that amount of optimism. I think they're going to botch it. I am I do not doubt that they're <laughs> going to botch it, but I feel like I still need to watch it, you yeah. know? Like yeah. And and the thing is like, I don't know, there's some like level of satisfaction watching it still even if it sucks. Like, I don't know, cuz I felt that way with the Assassin's Creed movie. Like, it was fucking awful, but like it looked really good. Like, visually, it looked good. Yeah. So, yeah. I felt like... God, that, I, oh, yeah. I just remembered. I saw that shit on HBO. That was an awful movie. It was so bad. Yeah. It was so bad. It did look cool, though. It did look really But, yeah, cool. it was it was really cool, like, the visual aspect of it. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really... I think the one that I has stood... Like, obviously, live action of any video game or anime is always going to be, like, not as good. But I feel like the one that I have seen that was good, or at least it was... I was able to walk away from it feeling, like, not terrible. Okay. Was Ghost in the Shell. Oh. Uh, hmm. I didn't hate it. I'm like, so, well, yeah. I thought I was going to hate it, and I really didn't hate it. Because it was, like, so visually well done, and it I felt like... visually, like, And, like, really Scarlett Johansson like, is, like, so hot, so... She is, um, she's banging. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm just... I think there's a level of jaded that I, I that couldn't be broken down when it comes to Ghost in the Shell. Like, with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I get it. Trust me. I was having this debate with my roommate, like, two days ago, and we got, like, heated into it. <laughs> but, like... Um, I just, I didn't walk away from it hating it because I feel like they're, I feel like they obviously could have done better. Yeah. But like, I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. Like, yeah. and I didn't feel like it was corny at any point because yeah. like when I watched like the Death Note live action, dude, I literally yeah. wanted to shoot myself. <laughs> it was so bad. They changed him, yeah. his name from Light Yagami to Light Turner. And I literally was like, I am gonna, I'm committing suicide. Just I'm out. literally, I'm gone. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. No, but I, I don't know. I didn't hate it. I thought it, I mean, some people might disagree with me, but like I personally, it was really cool to see it executed in that way. And it was so visually stunning that I, like. I do wish that girl was Asian though. Like it did. I do too. Was, but Scarlett Johansson, I feel like if they had to whitewash it with anybody, like Scarlett Johansson was like. Yeah. Like yeah. I was okay with that. Cause Definitely. she looked great. And her suit, like yeah. that, the whole like thing that they, I don't know what the fuck it's called, but like when it goes like all, you know, holographic and shit, yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't hate it. I personally, I didn't hate it. The Netflix 3D animated version of Ghost in the Shell that was fucking trash. Just oh, I didn't even so watch bad. it. I didn't I, even watch it. I think I watched. I only and here's I can't even give an educated opinion because I think I gave it like five minutes and I was like, no fucking way, dude. I'm like, not a big fan of like 3D anime anyway. I feel like it's just really like 
cheesy to me. Yeah. I just like, I can't really get into it. Like, unless it's like a full on, like, fucking, like, DreamWorks animated, like, production, then it just doesn't look right. It Mm. still looks very, like, weird to me. And I don't connect to it in the same way that it would be, like, a 2D thing or. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that a lot. And I think with that kind of art, too, of like traditional animation that's really why i watch any of that stuff i'm not even a weeb i'm like actually so much not that like i don't know the like vast majority of them but the thing is is i'm i am a fucking art nerd and so the art direction in those things in like so many like cowboy bebop like a lot of those fucking shows and movies is just like that's apex shit did you watch demon slayer uh, I know of it. You need well, to watch it. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, yeah. the, yeah, that, that anime just visually is just, like, so stunning. Yeah. Because they just nail it. Like, they just, everything about it is so good. I mean. What was the one, what was the one, sorry to cut you off, uh, what was the one that's, like, partially 3D, is it Berserk that they did that with? Where it's like it's like kind of three D, but it's not, and there's like it's really really visually stunning. Um, I think it's I think it's like a a gene demi human or something like that. I think I know what you're talking about because it's super dark and everything's like fiery and fucking mechanical, and it's like partially three D. It could be Berserk. I never really got into Berserk. Like I got watched to. a couple episodes, but. That kind of like I don't know I just didn't really connect to it I could I should probably try to give it another chance but was, I'm really picky about anime. Yeah, it was just that one where I was like, this animation style is insane, like yeah, insane. Um, just really really fucking cool. For the most part though, like if they were to just come out with like a 3D Akira or some shit, I'd be like, fuck you. Like I'm I know it's yeah. a it would be a joke for sure. Yeah. Akira is amazing. Akira is yeah, Akira is great, incredible. Yeah, it's still a good fucking movie. There was something, like, and when I say still, I mean, like, you know, 30, 30 years later? Yeah. Years later, I don't know what it is now. Taylor, did you nap? Yeah, for a second. Good morning. That's good, dude. Dude, I heard a hilarious, like, white knuckle joke about, like, 12-year-olds playing Fortnite, though, and I started correcting <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, what What were you saying? You said they built about, the Twin Towers? <laughs> about sweaty 12-year-olds? it's true dude i'll be so bad i'm just like there trying to figure out how to switch from my smg to my ar and these fucking kids like i'm just like what in the vibe ants is going on like (laughs) (laughs) like this is uh, it's just it's crazy like i i don't get it but i mean i don't think my brain will ever work that fast and that's fine yeah i'm cool in my pace yeah chilling right here chilling right here but i also, I don't know if you ever played Persona 5. That's I another one that I, I kind of like, but I haven't really, like, super, super gotten into it. It's, like, turn-based, and turn-based isn't really my jam. I don't even know what that is. It's, like, like when, you know when you play Pokemon, and it's, like, you uh, click, like, you click, like, attack, and you do your turn, and then the yeah. next thing, like, they they do their attack. Yeah. That's how the combat is. So it's turn-based combat, which is, like, very common with, like, JRPGs. Yeah, but, that's, like, that's like an arcade game. It feels like that stuff feels like an arcade game. Yeah, and it's fun because it's like its own style of game. But like personally, I don't know. I just I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed because I got a PS4. Um, like I've had like access to a PS4 for the last couple of years because my roommate had one. Nice. But I had I got my own last year 
And, um, like, while I was in quarantine, I just, like, ran through, like, Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey. And then I just played through Valhalla. And, like, oh, my God, they're so good. Hell, yeah. Like, yeah. You fuck, so with, uh, you fuck with Cyberpunk yet? I haven't played it yet. I feel like... I mean, I'm setting up my PC on Friday, and I'm going to play it for sure when I get the PC set up because I don't want to play it on PS4. I heard it just doesn't run well on PS4. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Honestly. Yeah. It looks so funny to me. Like, it's, like, I do that 3D shit, so it's like, it's just like I can see what's going on, and it's just so funny. Like, you guys just called it halfway. Like Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just think that, like, they rushed it, and... Yeah. It kind of was butchered, and I think that like conceptually, For the gen shit, yeah. But I feel like conceptually, it's such a beautiful game, and I think that like they're gonna need to kind of like make up for it a little bit with like yeah. you know what they do going forward. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna play it. I'm kind of sad though that you can't play in third person at like at like while you're not driving. I didn't know that because it's it's all for, it's all first person, and I feel like. With that level of character customization, like, I would love to be able to just, like, see my character. That's you a know? damn good point. Yeah, that should be, like, literally, like, part, like a third of the game. Yeah. Like, the amount that you're cut. For sure. Yeah. And that's why I loved, like, Red Dead and GTA because mm -hmm. I had the option to switch between first person and third person. So, like, yeah. when it served me to be in first person... I'd be in first person, but when it served yeah. me to be in third person, I'd be in third person. And so I just feel like that would have been a really cool thing that they could have added that would have, I think, reached a, a bigger demographic, too. Yeah, you know? I totally agree. I totally agree. You see that shit with, like, the kids with guns throughout the street in that game? No, I haven't. I haven't, like, really watched too many streams or anything on it because I just, like... Don't want to spoil anything for yeah, me. Yeah, I definitely. So yeah. I'm, but I'm probably gonna get it when I get my PC set up. I just like haven't gotten my PC yet. So yeah. fun fact, um, I don't even like game to be honest. That's not even my shit. But like I really? pay attention to it really closely because yeah, like, that's like a lot of the same. It's just nerd shit. Like I yeah, know and you doing. do the 3D art stuff. Exactly. Yeah, but no, Andy's like heavy into some shit. Like he plays a lot of Siege. A lot of siege. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, he's friends with my ex. Well, I'm not gonna say that on here, but <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he he goes hard. He goes hard with that shit. I've never got into it, um, because uh, it's I don't know, it's just not my thing. Like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm. I don't know how to. I'm say not it. big into those games either. I just feel like they're. I try playing Call of Duty, and I get so stressed out. Yeah, I'm just like. I, I don't know, just people are so, like, sweaty on there, and it's just, like, it's just not my jam. Like, I don't know. I'd rather play, like, I don't know. I, I like a wide variety of games, but I think the only, like, really Battle Royale games that I like right now are, like, I kind of like Apex, and I really love Fortnite. Yeah. Have you built your computer yet? It's already built. I bought it off of Bad a friend ass. of mine who's uh, got a newer one. Um, I just need to pick it up and haven't because I've been lazy. Nice. Let's let's get into some nerd shit. Um, but what, yeah, I'm supposed to pick it up on Friday. What so. GPU you got in there? I don't fucking know. I don't know what any of that shit means. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just know it's a computer that's gonna make me able to make music better and fuck yeah. um play video games. That's all I know about it. And it's gonna have like lights and stuff in it, which is cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm know like, anything about computers. I'm like all like industrial with my shit. I'm like, put it in a fucking black box and make it rip. 
Like that's like really all my yeah like my that's my tower right there. Oh wow! I just like I'm just like the more it can look like mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like do no, that. it's tight. It's very like low key. Yeah, I like the I like the lights though. I I just personally think they're cool. No, they go hard. Yeah, like if you really lean into it and you have like a crazy RGB setup. It yeah, looks sick. yeah, it does look dope. Yeah. No, I'm about to build some crazy nerdy shit, but that's, like, a whole different conversation. Yeah, I don't really know much about computers. I just know that, like, I needed to get a PC because I've had the same MacBook for, like, so long. Yeah. And it's just, like, getting to the point where I don't like producing on a MacBook either because I feel like it's just not powerful enough for what I want to do, you know? I mean, yeah, it depends. Like, the shitty thing about that is, like... Ah, this is also very nerdy. Um, but those processors, like the way they actually build those computers, is not fucking optimized for Ableton at for all. For sure, like, yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. I got that thing. I got like a Ryzen in there, and like all the CPU problems I ever had. Like that's not even like I, I like can't max that out. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah, no MacBooks, especially like 2014. I want to say 2015. Like they cannot hang. Yeah, I think it's a 2013. I have two MacBooks. I As have OG. Yeah, I have two 2013 MacBooks. One's a 13 inch and one's a 15 inch. And I'm using the 15 inch right now because the 13 inch is full. Um, and I just I'm I feel like I'm like an electronic hoarder, like yeah. a file hoarder. Like yeah. I just have so much stuff on my computer, oh, yeah. and I feel like I can't get rid of it. Like I have so many like memes and just like things. Oh, that, that I, was some shit I wanted to talk to you about. What? Your fucking meme game. It's like, no, any, no seriously, like anyone in the industry, like <laughs> it ain't even fucking close. Thank you so much. For real, your meme game is fucked. I don't even know how you find all that shit. Like, it's incredible, actually. Yeah. You could, do, you could run a fucking blog and bring back the blog game. Like, I ain't, was ain't thinking about it. I was like, thinking about it because I think about so many things. And I could just write them in an internet <laughs> forum. <laughs> I don't know, but... Um, the memes are fucking yeah, crazy. Like, I love memes. I literally... It's just... I feel like... So humor is a really powerful way of like coping for me. Yeah. Um, And I have a lot... I, I'm very mentally ill. So like... <laughs> I have a lot of like... I feel like it's easier for me to laugh about shit than it is to like cry about it. You Fuck know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot to that. Just for everyone. yeah, I mean, it's important for sure. It's just like I'd rather just I don't know. It's just e- it's easier for me to like just find humor in something. I love like really dark, like dry, weird humor. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just I yeah. I love memes. I love shit posts. Like the internet is my sanctuary. And I was like a Tumblr kid when I was younger. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I was like on Tumblr and yeah. fucking was like posting all these like really depressing, like corny Tumblr photos. Hell that are, like, yeah, same. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that said like really, really cheesy bullshit. I'm trying to think of something that, it, that one of my posts would have said. Like, um, like realize, realize. <laughs> Um, shit like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Or, um, and then like 14 year old me was like, oh God, this is so deep. Um, (laughs) like, oh man, I'm just such Uh, a deep person. 
And we, me and Andy were, I, I mean, this is a digression, but me and Andy were talking about how that TLC graduation song, when you're 12 years old, that's the heaviest shit you have ever heard ever. That is like life changing shit. Wait, which one? The As We Go. Oh, I was going to say the As uh, yeah. We Go on. Yeah. We, we, yeah, that one. I'm pretty sure I spent a sometime crying to that Fuck, as yeah, a kid. Of course you did. I think we all did. Yeah. Like, at 12 years old, like, you ain't, there's not a fucking thing. Like, you could watch The Notebook, any of that shit. It's not even close to that song. I don't know. Pop. Titanic really did it for me, though. Like, I remember, like, when I watched Titanic, like, I cried for, like, a week after that, just, like, sobbing in the shower. Just, like, <laughs> sad about it in the shower though i just was just like i can't believe she let go (laughs) um and then like you know what also just really fucked me up like made me so sad so did you ever watch courage the cowardly dog hell yeah so do you remember do you this is gonna sound so weird but like did you remember that episode where courage um his family his mom and his dad get sent to the moon and they just like die up there or they're just up there forever Oh, wow. That's, like, really digging deep. Um, Kind of. Because like, that loosely. episode, like, fucked me up. I remember, like, crying really hard it. over I that. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, courage. Like, I can't <laughs> believe that. Like, they're just, like, on the moon, and they'll never see the their son again. They, I mean, it did it. It did it, for, you know? Like, cur- yeah. Courage, courage was heavy. Actually, courage of any of the cartoons from that era was actually, like, the heaviest shit. That one was intense, yeah. Truly scary sometimes. Yeah, yeah no, courage kid. freaked me out for yeah. sure. That one and um, there was another one. I fucking can't remember. Um, oh, Ren and Stimpy used to freak me out, too. Oh, hell yeah. Because that one was just, like, really strange. Taylor, you gotta you gotta be more serious when you're on camera. We have to do that weird ass one that we're talking about. You can't just be in one episode looking goofy as hell, and then the next one it's like avant garde art I don't know shit. If, I don't know if the vibe is to sneak. Can I get out here? Yeah, yeah. Just be gentle. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if the vibe is to sneak or to move fast. I don't know what the, to the, the just like a normal human. Shoot for that. No, uh, yeah, no, Ren and Stimpy goes hard as fuck, though. I, I like the animation style in that show. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy's the shit. I loved, um, Courage the Cowardly Dog, though. That was, like, my favorite. And then, Same. um, what else? There were other ones. I like Billy and Mandy a lot. I was gonna say Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy was a good yeah. one. Um, also, do you remember Cow and Chicken? Fuck yeah. That one was awesome. Hell yeah. Hey Arnold. Oh, hey, well, Hey Arnold I like now more as an adult than I do really? than I did as a kid yeah yeah it's yeah. like on like it's hard to explain but those writers were doing shit and I swear by this they're doing shit that's like way deeper than kids shows right stuff. right right like there's these like kind of worldviews that they lean into on that show on like not just tolerance but like more like the general idea of like diversity in a community and yeah yeah like, just I uh, just ideology and that shit that is like as an adult now I watch right and I'm like, fuck man like that's good shit no I know I I think a lot of those shows are like that like I think um there's a lot of like kids shows where 
Um, oh, Invader Zim. That was what I was thinking of. Oh, that was yeah, like yeah. my one of my top. And he fucking loves that. Show, yeah, Invader yeah. Zim was like my one of my fucking favorites. But that show freaked me out sometimes. It was really weird. I think that's why I didn't like it. I think I was like it made me uncomfortable as a kid. It was so weird. Yeah, it like was super it was. Weird. Yeah, there was so many scenes where I just remember being like stressed out watching it because yeah. I just like it just was creepy. But it was so good. And I there was actually there's actually an Invader Zim movie. That I was watching on Netflix recently, and it was very like, very nostalgic, and it I made didn't me, know that was a thing. Yeah, they made. I think they made it recently. I think they like because the show got canceled, probably because it was traumatizing children. Yeah, and um, then they brought it back. I'm pretty sure, and then they released this movie, this Invader Zim movie, but it's on Netflix and it's pretty good. The thing, the thing about Invader Invader Zim that I think is different from a lot of cartoons is that. You don't necessarily like the main character. That's like the thing. Yeah, he's such a little dickhead. Yeah, like, and it's not even like, he's not even like necessarily polarizing. You're just like, you're like a little weirdo. And like, that is like the show. Like, you fuck with Gurr, you know, but like. Yeah, Gurr's the best. Yeah, but like, all those other shows, like, you love Arnold, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, like, either really polarizing, like, you either really hate them or you really love the main characters. But Invader, but Zim on that show is, like, just a little dick. And you're like, Yeah, oh. and I think, too, what made it awesome is how dark it was. And yeah. there was no part of it that was like, oh, we're going to have a happy ending. It was just, like, always some shit was going down. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there was never, like, a time where I feel like it was just, oh, we live happily ever after. It was always... um this war between Dib and Zim, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was just like, you didn't really like Dib because he's also a little prick. Yeah. And then Zim is also a little prick, but they're like two different kinds of little pricks. <laughs> and then they're just like at war with each other. But I, I loved that show. Like it was one of my favorites growing up. It's a cool show. How do you feel about Rick and Morty? I just, I just wanted to. I love Rick and Morty. Really? Yeah. I feel like the newest season I wasn't like as into as the other ones because I just like, it was, like, the episodes that I enjoyed were, like, fewer and far between. Yeah. But I definitely loved the first um, couple seasons of it. Um, I just I just thought it was really funny. I love that, like, Rick is, like, an alcoholic. and Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good-ass yeah. show. It's a good show. But the fan base is weird as hell. But it's a really good show. I just like intelligent humor. I hate, like, stupid, like, family guy bullshit. What's a copy pasta on that? It's like, uh, many of you don't realize, but Rick and Morty is actually, like, for highly intelligent people. Yeah, it, no, like, no, 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 yeah. yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen that before. But, yeah. I don't know, I just, I like humor that's, like, like that's why I love South Park so much. Because South oh, Park... I fuck with South Park. Because yeah. South Park is so, like, it's it's silly and it's stupid, but it's also so deep and so intelligent yeah. Yeah. that it's, like... I can laugh at like the fucking poop jokes because the they're making like real jokes and like yeah. like the COVID one like the COVID episode. So I haven't. I'm not that up to date on it. Oh, you have like, to watch it. Oh yeah, my god, I'm you have like, to watch I it. Seen I won't spoil season. it. <laughs> but I wa- I, Yeah, no, I've stayed up to date all the way until like fuck. It was second to last season, probably. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. 